Crystal Pig and the Bear is a collection of conversations between two best friends of 30 years, ranging from friendship to spirituality <laughs> and all the stuff that happens in between. We hope you enjoy. on your drive into Bryson City. Weather's looking great out there. We've got Squirrel's Jackknife coming in on Main Street, so you want to steer clear of there. This segment of the Whistle Pig and Bear podcast brought to you by Bojangles. Definitely not brought to you by Duke Energy, who still hasn't fixed our power, but that's all right. <laughs> as far as I can tell, no one was hurt. For those of you out there, um, been without power since yesterday. A lot of uh, We had a confirmed tornado uh wow. in uh, the county again i'm grateful as far as i can tell and i know no one was injured or hurt and so that's awesome but um yeah a lot of lot of wind most wind i've seen uh the uh was that is that like a pun or is that like a uh a play there the most wind that you've seen may i know but yes <laughs> are you what are you drinking right now is that a white russian Ooh, it's a white russian at ten thirty in the morning no because you took all the uh alcohol you drank all the alcohol while you were here <laughs> i did i, I didn't the, i don't think i did the dishwasher was full of wine glasses <laughs> <laughs> it was just beer that i drank it was good beer yeah uh, but yeah how are you doing, Steve Gallagher? Um, I'm good. I'm uh, yeah. Oh, my scalenes are so tight, That's and I'm so... trying to get them relaxed, and they just keep drawing up on me. Yeah. And so I've got to practice deep breathing, and and uh, I got to hydrate more to try to get them loosened up. I hear. Uh, All right, this is my opportunity to tell the folks what a scalene is. Why don't you say a word about that, Steve? <laughs> The scalenes <laughs> are these uh, set of muscles that run uh, around the collarbone. Yeah. And so when you sit at a desk all day, your shoulders tend to draw over. Or if you're driving, if you're sitting in one, in one motion. But anyway, my scalenes seem to be where I'm holding stress for whatever reason. Well, then they pull into your neck muscles. Yep. So it's like that whole uh, uh, neck bones connected to the backbone backbones connected to the, all these muscles pretty sure that's not the way it's sung but that's okay we don't need to get into anatomy and physiology at this point in time neck bones connected to the backbone oh hey guys i am so excited about this upcoming wednesday i'm not sure when the podcast is going to drop for your consumption but whistle pig and the bear will be hosting um Brian McLaren, author whoop, whoop. of um, 
generous orthodoxy, a new kind of Christian, a new kind of Christianity, um, great spiritual migration, um, faith after doubt, and so on and so on and so on. Uh, he has a new book coming out called Do I Stay Christian? A Guide for the Doubters, the Disappointed, and the Delusion. And it's good uh, stuff. For those, yeah, for those of you who know me and uh, via me, Steve, um, McLaren's probably had the most influence on me as a human being, as anyone. Um, and so I'm going to try my very best not to fanboy uh, on Wednesday. See, this um, works out great because this is the first book that I've actually read of his. I always pick up his content uh, via osmosis by walking around <laughs> you. And so, uh, so for me, when I look at him, I think of Dave Ramsey, the financial guy. Yeah. So if I slip up and call him Dave at any point, I'm going to, that's going to be one of my questions for him. Has anyone ever told you, Brian, that you resemble Dave Ramsey? Guess what? That's not going to be one of your questions to him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put it in the chat and I'm going to say, Brian, hey, someone uh, wants to know. Not, not familiar uh, with a lot of your work, but I'm excited to meet you. Uh, excuse my friend who's uh, drooling and tripping all over the place. <laughs> no, I've met, met him before. I, I know Brian. It's not. It's not like that. Uh, listen I mean, to you, name we, dropper. We, we no. I, know, I mean, I know Brian. Well, I, <laughs> I'm saying it. We, I know we grab him. Grab coffee and I, at Bojangles once a week. <laughs> no, that's this not is what true. I do. I poke. I poke Matt uh, when we poke the bear. Things. Don't poke do bear. it. Don't poke. Not today. Um. No, I'm saying that to say I know the man. I've known him now for a while. We've hung out quite a few times, and I'm still in danger of fanboying over him. Yes, and I will say that when Matt says he's hung out with him, it's not that Matt followed him into Ingles and just uh, watched him shop, and, and then he bumps into him at the register and says, Brian, long time no see. It's not that kind of know him. Um, they met at a conference um i and, ran uh, prayer stations for him at the conference and then later his work whoa, with the immokalee whoa, whoa. Huh? back up what if you would have said i ran sound for him at the conference <laughs> i get that how do you run prayer stations what what is a prayer station when you say i ran a prayer station for <laughs> yeah uh i don't know why that's so funny uh he <laughs> When he wrote one of these books, he was going out and doing a tour and he asked for people to go ahead okay. and get to the church before he could get there, fly in, who were locals, and set up X amount of prayer stations following his work. And so actually Matt Addis, myself, and uh, an, another young lady, um, man, I can see her face right now, but I can't remember her name. Anyway, we, um, she dated Justin Rose, but. I get, I get together. it. So anyway. I, I, I watched the documentary, I'm Not Your Guru, by Tony Robbins. And there are these people who run stations during the conference. Right. Where they do these check-ins with folks. Okay. I don't know what that is, but yes. So you're so, getting... So, so we like, put them together. We yeah. put together the prayer stations, the different pieces, and, and, and all of that. But, and then I've seen him at Wild Goose, but probably we got to know each other best through his work with the Coalition of Immokalee Workers, farm workers in uh, Florida. 
I'm and laughing because they would, of the story. Well, they that would you walk have with this. Yeah, they would walk from Immokalee, Florida, to Lakeland, Florida, to protest Publix, who would not sign a fair food um, act. And uh, as this result, would have been what 2006. Man, I can't even. Yeah, 2005 uh, or six. No, 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 no. Seven, no, no. no it had uh, been seven or eight. No, it was after I got back from New York. Okay. Because it was I after think. we moved to North Carolina in 07. I want to say it was like 2011, 2012, because um, it was at Oasis. Anyway, all that to say these farm workers, migrant workers, would come and would sleep at our church. Okay. And Brian would come and do some things in the community. Uh, so anyway, I say all that to say I'm not just fanboying because yeah. of his literature and his theology and how he's impacted me in those ways. But he genuinely um, is one of those folks, in my experience, who radiates the graciousness, the love, mm. and the gentleness um, that I seek to aspire to. And so I say now, all that so, to so say, that I don't sound like a jerk on the Immokalee farmers. Why? Yeah. Why the little chuckle came out of me when you first said Immokalee? Right. I immediately associate the protests that happened. All right, and so let me let me set this up. You worked at a university. Yeah, we Southeastern, all know that. Southeastern University, right? the Assemblies of God. And Southeastern was courting Publix for a corporate donation sponsorship. Still are, will forever. <laughs> and Publix just dangles the carrot because they always support Florida Southern. And so you happen to go and support this uh, this uh, protest, this march. Yeah, we hit, well, I and they're did holding that. up. The students are holding up signs. Our students, roughly 25 to 30 students, met with the Immokalee workers. Brian was invited onto campus, and then that was rescinded, and he was not allowed to step foot on campus. Because if he steps foot on campus, you you hamper your chances <laughs> of getting a, uh, any type of corporate gift from Or Publix. because he's right, a heretic right. or whatever. He's a heretic, uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, my friend, who I will not call his name because he's still my friend <laughs> was over this protest and over uh, this club okay. accepting them into the class and those kind of things and then they get ready to walk the half mile from our campus to Publix to peacefully pray and protest Publix and he uh, he, he, he dips out so <laughs> he, here I am and I'm like well, shit, do I let them just go to poets by themselves or do I go with them and try to see, make sure that everything's done proper fitting right, in an right. order? And there was another staff member, uh, you know, uh, Ken Archer. God love you. You you got stick to itiveness and a lot of a lot of a lot of gumption about you. So we walked over. And we stood on the sidewalk. We didn't even walk into the parking lot. Of right, Publix. right. You, you were more observing. We sent a delegation of three people, students who had prepared letters. Publix would not even let them in the door. They met outside of the subway on the sidewalk, the other sidewalk, and subway uh, fresh. talked to them. While we stood on by the bus uh, pickup station and held up signs that said, Publix, be a good neighbor. Publix, our friends, do what is right, and we sang worship songs. Yeah. Anyway, those 
got posted on social media, of course. Social media was just getting started at that point. Pretty much. And so a couple of days later, I walk into a faculty uh, meeting of Southeastern <laughs> with 200 people. And the provost at the time, who was a friend of mine, announced to the entire school that we were having a policy change, da-da-da-da-da, and pointed me out to every single person in the room as the example of what not to do what and not how to I do. was wrong. Yeah. And this is before he spoke to me about it. This is before we talked about it. So afterwards, I'm like, what do you want me to do, dude? You're the one who gave me marks. You're the one yes. who gave me Martin Luther King Jr. to read. You're the one who gave me this stuff. And I can't help it in your old age, you've become um, yeah. whatever you've become. Um, <laughs> I'm being, trying to be so careful of my words right now. <sighs> And oh, all right. Anyway, so this that, is but this is one of the things that yeah. over the thirty years of our friendship, God Almighty. where I look at you, yeah, and I say, uh, God, you do some dumb stuff, right? Like, yeah. but but it's not dumb because, like, when when I say that, it's like that uh, in one of the earlier episodes I talk about how uh, my first go to about something like that is don't be an idiot, right? And you were like, don't you can't call people idiots, and I'm like, I can't. My point is that never is, stops you from calling you me dial- an idiot, though. Just so you know, <laughs> so everybody knows, no, I get right. that a lot. We, yes. So the thing is, is I would have those moments, but at the end of the day, regardless of of where we stood on it, on the uh, the ideology, is is you you've always been true, and you're always true to your heart. And I can't Ugh. I can't fault you for that. I I, I, res- I respect you for that. And at times, I'll try to be the uh, the voice of reason in your life, not to to get you to change course, but just to check in to say, "Hey, are are the uh, are the gauges on your dash still working? Right? Uh, are you are you looking at the uh, altimeter uh, to check there? And and, oh, and you car? do that, you receive that. Yes, <laughs> you don't have an altimeter on your car. Doesn't tell you the altitude. I'm sorry. Uh, we got to get that. We got to get one of those well, installed. Here's, on here's the, the thing, and I'll, I'll say this right. It's not that my heart is leading the way unchecked because I would want to rattle the damn doors and I would want to scream and I would want to do all yeah. those things. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't doing I I'm continuously caught in this I'm frustrated today about other things so it's yes. bleeding over into my tone. Right. At the core of who I am, I want to be a non-dualist mm-hmm. i want to practice wanting and unitive relationship you know, for those wanting. of you who can't see he just pulled up a book called wanting or okay. a journal uh, good job i'm glad you're reading that i don't want to dehumanize publics yes i don't want to dehumanize the Barnetts who run publics or the administration who are hoping for gifts that will do great things for the school. I don't want to dehumanize the workers. I don't want to dehumanize the protesters who are doing it the right way. And right. so what happens is I am continually caught in the middle. Okay. So yes. And what I watch is, and I'm holding up two finger, two fingers together like an apex, where 
um, the the general majority of society tends to fall on. Yes, we should protest publics, um, but we've got this throughout the course, at least of my life. I can't speak for yours, but but we've been in each other's life. As we've watched leaders over the years, they always fall on the safe side, and they resort to, well, we can pray for them. We can, and they, and so the thing is, is while they continue to fall on, well, we got to put food on the table. We're we're courting this gift, and it's only if we get this gift from Publix. Uh, is Publix going to be the corporate sponsor for this week's episode? Maybe, maybe. maybe. Uh, if they, you know, if we can do a greater good by getting this money. And so they, they take the soft way. They take the easy way in that. And I watch you, I've watched you historically um, fall on, you know, because I think of friends of ours who were faculty at the college who would say, well, we can only implement this change if we can stay here and pour into lives. And, and for but, you, there comes then, this moment where you go, no, we've got to speak truth. And in speaking the truth, uh, it makes other people uncomfortable with themselves, with their decisions, and it holds up a mirror in front of them is how I see it. Sure, but I'm also not, let's burn it all down. No, that's what I'm saying is you don't side. say that. That's, it's yeah. not that you're falling on the side of, well, we got to tear it down and rebuild it. That's not where you fall. You just say, like, you fall on that incremental. Like, when I say that you tip over to the other side of the apex where – a general majority uh, fall to the to the safe side. It's not even when I say that you fall to that side. It's not that if you were falling zero to ten, it's not that you're falling on ten. Burn it down, protest them, don't buy anything from I, there. I want you, to be the bridge. Yes. So. But but it makes others uncomfortable with their own decisions at times. Sure. Right, and so then what happens is is instead of them meeting you at the apex, right? I, I don't know why that example is still in my you head. You are really about some apex. Uh, I'm about today. some apex, right? Well, there's also a town called Apex, North Carolina, that doesn't uh, have anything to do with it. Don't um, get me started on that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we know communities there. By but, the way, maybe that should be after the, yeah, we'll just, I'll hold that <laughs> to myself. Wow. I'm proud of you. You just filtered. Um, it's not something that comes easy to me, but that's what I'm saying. It doesn't come easy to me, and I'm always doing it. Right, but no. So, so kudos to you. It's it's one of the things uh, that I love about you. And it, and again, and God, we drive this point, or we try to so often uh, in these conversations of, um, hey, just just because, like, I think it's one of the things that brings balance to our to our friendship you know, of, oh, yeah. of being there uh, and speaking into each other's lives. And every so, whistle pig needs a bear and every, every bear, bear needs, needs a whistle, a whistle pig. pig. Here you go. So, oh, you're almost, you're almost done with the school year. Well, you have like four, five weeks left. I think we have, we have two weeks before testing. Okay. And then a week of testing and, than a week of optional teacher work days, which when you've only been a part of the public school system for as long as I have, they're not really optional. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I think I'm going to go ahead and just put out there 
Okay. In without getting into too much detail. Okay. The two things that we had talked about that I would be announcing. Okay. So the first thing that we had talked to you about is there had been an opportunity from a local uh, organization for me to come in and to steer it. It's not something that I thought about. I knew it was available. Um, it uh, The parties in power came to me asking mm -hmm. me to throw my hat in the ring, and I did. And uh, it was a very lengthy process. Uh, what was it, Steve? Four months, uh, four weeks, five weeks at least. Yeah, four to six weeks. Four to six weeks involving and entailing a lot of work. Steve, of course, helped me with some of that. Um, and uh, anyway, it was one of those situations where I'm very happy where I'm at now at the school that I'm teaching at. I feel like every day I'm having an impact on people. I'm being a faithful presence in our community. This was an opportunity to perhaps steward my previous experiences, uh, non-science related, which are most of my experiences, uh, and to lead an organization. Anyway, uh, that did not, uh, that, that ended up, they went, went uh, with another candidate. They went another way. And so, um, uh, I grieved that for a couple hours, but I'm the kind of guy who typically be like, okay, well, uh, there, there's nothing you could, there, there's no use putting energy into something that, that did not happen. So, and I uh, will say this, you, yeah. you do tend to have an accelerated grieving process. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that when you say what is, I grieved, what does it, that mean? I, I grieved it three and a half hours and I'm I like, said, what? You had a start and an end to it? <laughs> Pretty much. Moved on. Next. <laughs> yeah. The other just... situation is one that is still ongoing. And um, it's uh, complicated to say, to oversimplify, just the least is to say it's a complicated matter. But uh, a few, well, what was it now? Two and a half months ago? Is it only something, been two and a half months? Something, I don't know. Something like that. It feels like eternity. Yeah, it feels like February or something when it started. We were approached by a family who um, were, were pregnant with, um, I won't tell you how many kids, but several pregnancies. Um, and they approached us to see if we would uh, take the baby. Um, there are some factors in this situation with these uh, parents that uh, make it difficult for them to parent. Um, not to say that they they won't and they can't, but for the last several weeks, it's been uh, very up and down with sporadic communication of whether or not at the end of this month we'll be taking a baby home from a hospital or not. Hmm. And uh, trying to navigate that with Nicole, we're trying to figure out how to be faithful to that situation. Um, it is still ongoing. Uh, the baby's not due for another couple of weeks. Um, 
we're trying to figure out how we can both love this couple and be for them, love this baby, be for it, love ourselves and mm. not guard our hearts in that Christian cliche tropish type of way, but to be wise um, and to know our capabilities, our limitations and where we're at with all those things. Uh, so those are the things uh, you've sensed excitement. Um, you probably sensed me down a little bit at times uh, because this is a complicated situation. For those of you who know us well, you know we can't. Um, we, we've been unable to have uh, children of our own, and there's been some wonderful people to step in and try to help along the way, and it just hasn't been realized. Um, but uh, I do. I, 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 I did say to you all that I wanted to make some announcements, and I thought the announcements would be, hey, I'm going to be taking a position at this new place. You can pray for me in that way. And I also thought that this would be a done deal by now, but there have been some kinks, some, um, again, I want to be careful. Uh, there just been, it hasn't quite gone the way we thought it would. That's not to say that it won't go the way that we thought initially it would, um, but it may not. So um, anyway, those are ways you can, pray for Nicole and I, um, um, we just got a lot going on those ways. So Steve, of course, has been a wonderful th friend through this situation. He gave me the best gift that anyone could give me up until this point in my life yesterday by surprising me, by getting up early, going to an annual book sale in Winston-Salem, FaceTiming me, and walking the aisles with a pallet uh, mover. With a and, lumber cart. <laughs> and boxes yes. so that I could um, see what books they had. He would purchase. I'll get them next time I come up. Um, and uh, we, we uh, anyway, I just sent you the Venmo before we got on. Listen, they had like 50 feet of tables, both sides, two aisles. I think they had two or three 50, like it might've been a hundred feet. Cause it was in the Fairgrounds Education Center. Yeah. Um, of just religion and philosophy. philosophy. And we only uh, made it through books. one of them, right? Yeah. We only got through one and then, uh, I had to was teach, starting. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so and that. my friend and I are starting <laughs> a, uh, a loose leaf tea and new used bookstore the, uh, now the town. books are not loose leaf some may be i don't know they could I be. got some could loose be glued leaf in books. yeah so anyway uh so just tons of stuff going on in my life and uh, and here's the thing the those both of those um situations both of those opportunities uh with in and of themselves running alone uh, would be an emotional roller coaster. Both of those have been occurring simultaneously for you. Right. And so while one is up, the other might be down, yes. vice versa. Uh, both may be down. Um, both you things got, that we you, did You got not, the news about the position last, was it last week? Yeah. So both when things got, we yeah. did not seek out. 
Right. Both things that we were waiting to see what would happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and all that while still pastoring and uh, still uh, still working full time as a science teacher and going to school and writing a dissertation and master's work um, and all of the all of the things. So just giving you a little check in. If you guys are the praying type, I would appreciate those. But uh, this is one of those situations there where, though, I can. I can give you ready-made examples of why friendship is so important. So Steve checks in with me. I check in with Steve. Uh, Steve's had other things going on on his own. He's not, you know, and hopefully I've helped support him, probably not to the extent that he has me uh, in these past few months. Uh, But uh, like we talked about, there are seasons in life Mm -hmm. where – you take more of a step forward, someone else takes a step back, and you're kind of this dance deal, um, which is great metaphor from Brian McLaren's more ready than you realize <laughs> evangelism in a postmodern world that you should have read by now, Steve Gallagher, but you have not. Um, but there's this idea of moving back and forth, and I honestly can say I've got other friends, of course. I've got a wonderful spouse and family, but um, – uh, Steve's helped keep kept he's um, facilitated what sanity I have been able to experience in this time so uh, big glad I could be you, the glad I could be the, the sanity and yeah. here's here's what I would add to that I think so many times in relationships whether it's um, romantic or um, friendship the there's this thought of it's 50 50 and i know i know that this is cliche um but but i think we forget it i think the protective human side of us uh the ego side would say well i've done my part um and so what i would say is is that the relationships uh regardless of their nature are 100 100 and right uh, and being mindful of uh, this is this is what I would want in this situation right now. That doesn't always work. What does my friend or significant other, what's their preference, what's their need, and how can I speak to that need, not just, well, I would want privacy right now, so I'm just not going to ask. Um, we, we've, had, we've had friends in other situations where I did not feel uh, the permission or the invitation to ask about things that were going on in their life with whether it was with a family member work situation. And, and I would say to them, Hey, I'm intentionally not asking about X out of respect. If right. you ever want to talk about that, uh, I'm here. I don't want you to think that I'm skirting around it, ignoring it or not aware. And so, yeah. So whatever, whatever relationship scenario you're in right now, uh, as you're listening to this, I would just encourage you to not not feel bound by the fifty fifty um, spectrum. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't quite work that way. Or you know, if you do, you'll have maybe you'll have a lot of friendships, but they might run very shallow. Right. Uh, 
in uh which is an important thing to know about friendships right there are seasonal friendships there are lifelong friendships there are friendships of varying levels of intimacy and degree um it's not an all or nothing friendship kind of right. deal. you yeah. need all of those levels and layers going on in your life but you should be working on cultivating those and building those and keeping those um because we're i say it every week and i'll i'll just go ahead and say it now so i won't have to say it at the end but uh, uh life's hard and it's fun and it's not meant to be done alone hmm. so find a friend and cultivate that friendship uh, remember at the end of the day it's all about relationships so it's all about how we treat one another how we invest in one another's lives how we can be kind how we can be generous how we can be um uh combative when necessary mm -hmm. <laughs> sometimes we have to fight for our friend uh, with our friend uh <laughs> and hold uh, through accountability yeah. and those kind of pieces um so those are all valid things and those are all necessary things so that's the the other piece too podcast. is like i think about you and i were talking before before we started recording yeah uh i think so many times we've seen family members say um i need you so so an example like i think of parents uh to their adult children or their young adult children saying if i'm going to continue to support you i need you to be smarter about this you're you're not thinking you're not doing this and so what happens is is we make our love and our support conditional upon someone aligning with our views and values right right yeah. and i think of the danger of that um that right. when we sever those ties uh and we've we've both experienced it in um in relationships uh that that we've experienced or witnessed and so i would say you know i get that sometimes uh, you feel like you have to make that statement you know i think about um when a family member might be involved in self-harm and you you have to draw your boundaries just i would i would say carefully navigate those and and don't be quick to have a blanket um um ideal of this is how you deal with every situation where until you come in agreement with me i can't be in relationship with you like use that use that hesitantly more so than it being your your initial go-to response right cool deal uh so on a lighter note my golden state warriors are in trouble I was watching the Mavs game last night. That was a pretty good. Did Mavs pull that one out with the Suns? Uh, it would have been nice to watch it. Not having power, oh. that wasn't a possibility for me. But I did get up this morning, and uh, yes, the Mavs did win. Which so uh, so they're they're down two to one. Two who's to one. who's Golden State have? Golden State's got Memphis, so they play today. And Memphis, I love watching Memphis. They're just a ton of fun. I love Ja Morant. Um, unfortunately, uh, last game, um, there was a, uh, hard foul. Some would say dirty. I don't know if I would agree with that by one of the Memphis players on Gary Payton. The second, oh, I saw that. Mm. He uh, broke his elbow. That's never fun. 
Mm-mm. Hey, how are you doing today? Uh, broke my elbow. Oh, Liv broke her elbow in kindergarten. I didn't know you could break your elbow. So when the bro- doctor said she broke her elbow, I'm like, well, but what part of her elbow? No, she broke her elbow. That's got to be one of the most painful things you can do. Mm. So they're in trouble, but who knows? I got what's, faith. What's the count on the series? Do you know? Um, yeah, it's one and one. Okay. They're not in trouble. In trouble's down 3 0. No, no. So it's one and one, and we're heading back to to San Fran or the Bay or wherever it is now that they play the Chase Center. And uh, I think they'll show up, but there really is no stop for Job Morant. I, I, mm. I have been so impressed this season by the young talent in the NBA. Uh, we are watching a shift of uh, uh, in who the face of the league is going to be. So, John Morant, Luca, um, um, dude, Eva, he, he Jordan like Luca is uh, for the Mavs. He's like watching this fourteen-year-old on the playground the intensity that that he does everything with, and it's not smooth-looking. Except defense. (laughs) What do you mean? He doesn't play good defense. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying saying as soon as he gets the ball to me, and and I am not (laughs) a shocker at five foot six, I'm not a basketball, I'm not knowledgeable on it, but just when I watch him, I think of watching other players and how smooth they look. And he looks so awkward at everything that he does, at least my perception of him. But it still, he still gets the point. And it's like, it's just crazy energy, but it works. And I'm like, man, this guy's just intense. I hadn't he, really seen him play until last night. He had a very, you know, he started playing professional basketball over in Europe, I think, when he was 16 or 17. Wow. So when he got to the NBA, he had been he playing was, with grown he's men. He's a seasoned veteran. Time. Yeah. <laughs> Um, LaMelo Ball, similarly, you know, had kind of head start. He's with Charlotte. He's, I'm just saying that we're, we're, you know, you, you have those changing of the guards. Um, and so long it's been the LeBron show or even the, the Curry or Durant show. And, uh, we're just starting to see, uh, it moves. So that's been fun. Football's been uh, good. The draft sucked, uh, this year. Uh, unless you love offensive and defensive line, that draft which was I do a boring, but it was it was less than momentous. Um, hockey's in the playoffs now. For those of us who like sports, it's a good time of the year. Oh, baseball! Like I love. I saw a dude hit a home run last night, and he hit the home run. He swung so hard, he hit the home run so hard, he fell over. Uh, landed on his landed on his uh side that was pretty hilarious who do do you like in baseball man i i have not watched a full baseball game since i left st pete yeah because you were right there at tropicana i grew up a braves fan and i watched a lot of the cubs because those were the two teams that we could watch on cable well i was gonna say because you had wgn and And i was i was a braves fan because some you know living in in Alabama, that was the closest pro team we had, and I loved the way that they played and loved their pitchers, um, and 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 all that. Then I moved to St. Pete. I was there for the first game at Tropicana. Um, I was youth pastoring at the time; those things were happening, so I got to see 
uh, those guys play and, uh, you know, for a, in their division, you know, with the Yankees and with Boston and those cats and being such a small market team to be able to go to the world. Oh Series, yeah. To be able to yeah. do what they've done has been pretty fascinating. Um, but baseball just became too slow for me in yeah. my old age. I'm not the kind of guy who can put a game on and do other things. If I've got a game on, I want to watch that game. What's interesting to me though is is that you are, you know, you and I joke using the term that we both identify with a saunter. Yes. Which would strike me as a baseball slow experiential. So that surprises me that to hear you say <laughs> that baseball is too slow. Too slow for Matt Hewitt is too slow. There's too many books to read. There's too much to do. <laughs> how many books did I... So this is how you stack things up. You choose a sport where you missed the fewest amount of books. Pretty much. Baseball, I missed... I could have read eight books in that time. A book per <laughs> inning. Basketball, I only missed four books. Yeah, I'm going to watch basketball. Hockey is the most pointless one to me. Uh, I'm, I'll get some messages on that one, but I went to a pro hockey game, watched the, the Hurricanes a few years ago play the Penguins. It was more fun to watch the fans than it is the uh, to watch the uh, the game itself. I just it's probably because I don't fully grasp it. I would, yes, that's got to be it because I too did not grow up playing hockey in Alabama uh, or watching <laughs> it, but it is by far my favorite sports. Game really, ten. First of all, it's cold in there. Oh yeah, if I can go well, to a and you love event the cold yes. and wear layers. Second of all, it's God, if you fast. could have grown up as a Green Bay Packers, uh, oh yeah, lived, lived oh, yeah. in uh, in Green Bay, that's in Green where Bay, that that's where been. Green yeah. Bay's at. Uh, I was trying to think of what state. <laughs> Green Bay's in Wisconsin. Always get Wisconsin and Minnesota mixed up. I know, up. I know. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I love hockey. Hockey's fast playing. They don't it, even they don't even you take missed, a break for. Subs. You missed a half a book. You only <laughs> it, missed a half a book during a exactly. hockey game. But it's going, you know, and even when it's not going, you get to watch that dang Zamboni and you're like, man, I wish I could drive that. That's cool. Oh my uh, gosh. And yes, the fans are crazy. And uh, if you are getting a little bored, a puck may hit the plexiglass in yes. front of you and wake you up. I literally, when I lived in Tropicana, I would take a book and I would read during the baseball game. Oh, and, and <laughs> if anything exciting happened, you can't replay it. Well, there's because the you're live. The screen will show it to you. Jumbotron will. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine sitting at a baseball game, looking around, and there's the guy <laughs> with a book. <laughs> I'm probably. I, I thought it's like I was oh, the his only, wife. His wife made him come. I, I yeah. thought I was the only guy to do this, but my wife sent me a picture the other day of one of our students. His dad and mom are teachers in our county, and his dad is a good friend and poet and uh, English and lit teacher. And his son, Dallin, is heavily involved in Nicole's drama um, program. He's a senior, and they went down to Disney World for spring break, and there was a picture of him waiting in a line for a roller coaster reading. A and, book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's what that's, I did. I did that, that at Macy's Parade. There are pictures of me <laughs> Yeah, I could do everywhere. that at a Macy's parade. That would be one because I'm like, I don't care. This is more for 
tequilas, wanting to soak it in. So let me take a book. But yeah. Anyway. So anyway, sports are going on. That's kind of been an amusement to me, a distraction to sorts. Um, writing. Well, we've, we've got, and, and we've got a, you know, we're finishing up reading McLaren's new book so that we're ready for that conversation next week. We've, we've also got to do some prep for Wild Goose. Yeah, we got Wild Goose coming up. We've got a lot of things going on. So, that's so you guys want to check that out if you're, uh, if you're into summer festivals, might be one. So, so check that out online and sign up and register. New location this year. Yep. So it's more uh, so, centrally located. So it's kind of a good chance. You know, no one's, you'd be like, I don't want to go something that's 12 years old, 13 years old, and I don't know what everybody knows. Well, this is your chance to kind of get in on the ground floor. Yeah. As is new traditions. Knows. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that'll be nice. Um, anyway. But uh, yeah, things are good. So good stuff. You get to write a sermon on why I'm a progressive Christian. But you got to do it in 20 minutes or less. Yeah, that's a do, tough part. Do man. you even? Is that something that you can shelf and say, "This wouldn't do it justice." Let me. No, what I have to do is I just have to come up with a a piece one of information. reason. So I'm thinking what I'll be speaking on tomorrow is transcend and include. Or as Brian McLaren says, include and transcend. He got it backwards. We need to tell him that before the final edits come out. Okay, maybe we will. (laughs) But no, transcend and include, which we talk about a lot here. Rob Bell talks about it. Ken Wilber talks about it. Richard Ward talks about it. Anyone who has a long view of history and of the development of our religion and our pieces uh hang on one second there's someone at my window peering in uh-oh it's nicole and oh nicole you need in all right let me uh pause is she, for is a she, second is she just gonna Let hang her out in the at, church uh, i i don't know what's happening right now so that's we funny. can we can you can either talk or we can edit this and I'll be right back though. We will uh we'll see what else is is going on. We'll give you a little listening music for your uh, for your listening enjoyment. You can sing along too if you'd like. Sentimental foods, see, trying hard to recreate. I like the snap. Yes. She had a place in his life. He never made her think twice. As he rises to her apology. He's watching her go. 
course. All right, I'm back. Man, that's good music. Yeah, so as I said before, the power is out at our house, so Nicole uh, is needing to do some laundry here at the church. She's going to wash uh, it by hand? I guess. Is there a washer and dryer at the church? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, down in the basement. We do a lot of things for folks who need some help that way showers and things and in like this that. case it's the hewitts today in this case it is the hewitts <laughs> today uh, shout out to nicole for doing some laundry hey yep so anyway i have she'll, no she'll idea. never she'll never hear that no she doesn't she doesn't uh, imbibe of our podcast <laughs> scares her it does so all right what do you got going on this weekend Oh, uh, we're going to spend some time with my mom this evening. Nice. Juanita. Take her her to dinner. I wonder if she was the only Juanita born in West Virginia in the uh, 1940s. I doubt it. Seriously? I mean, maybe like in the 50s and 60s, but how many Juanitas were born in McDowell County, West Virginia? All I know is... Somebody uh, came up with the name. Barney Fife dated Juanita. Juanita... Yep. So. What year do you think uh, Andy Griffith was uh, shot in 50s. the TV show? 60s, 60s. yeah. 60s? It was actually there. around Vietnam, believe it or not. Why would I not believe you? Of course. Uh, let's see. So we're going to spend some time with her this evening, take her to dinner. Uh, Keela wants to go plant shopping at the farmer's market tomorrow. She loves the farmer's market. We took you there last week. Yeah, it's great. Shout out to Jones Nursery, um, based out of... I think Stokes County. So, yeah, so she wants to go do some more plant shopping and then uh, do some lunch. So, yeah, so do that. And uh, school just wrapped up. College commencement is today at 4 o'clock. I don't think I'll make it over for that since we're taking mom to dinner. But And then high school commencement because we have a residential high school is next next. Or no, is it next Saturday? I think it's next Saturday, yeah. Wow. So Y'all get out way before we do. Yeah, I think Keela Keela our, and I were probably on the same county, schedule as you. Our county uh starts sooner earlier in the year and ends later than snow most days. Of, most of the counties around us. Is it snow days? Can't be because they all get snow more than we do. We're actually yeah. our our school's in a thermal um valley so it's interesting all right any any questions we want to put out for the audience that they can dm us on instagram email is there us? anything you would like us to ask uh brian mclaren yeah send in your uh send in your questions and uh let us know what you're i was looking to see uh so obviously they can hit us up on uh on instagram they can hit us at um, uh, on our email, yep, uh, which yep. is W P I G B E A R 
at gmail, wpigbear at gmail.com. You can send us an email. It's the first I've known above this uh, email, so. Yeah. Well, I had to have something to set up our YouTube accounts. So, you know, trying to stay one step ahead. But yeah, so email us questions, DM, text us. Almost everyone has Matt Hewitt's cell phone number. (laughs) Uh, So you can text him. Like you and I will be writing. I in got the car, three. Te- I got three texts, and you will get texts from somebody that you haven't heard from in five years. I got, I got three texts during this taping. That's what I'm saying. From people so, I haven't talked to in in months. So. Yeah, they, and they uh, they resurface. So one in Alabama, one in Kentucky, another one from I don't know where they were from. Somebody at Southeastern used to have a shirt that said "Getting Lucky in Kentucky." Always like that shirt. <laughs> it's always stuck with me. Every time I hear Kentucky now, I think getting lucky in Kentucky. This episode brought to you by Publix? the libido of the state of Kentucky. Yes, the libido of the state of Kentucky. Publix, supermarkets, the Immokalee Farmers. I'll uh I'll uh I'll put a Joan, link to the Immokalee uh, Farmer thing in uh in the you? show notes so that yeah. people can who want to read on that. Uh, a little deeper. Yeah. At some point, I would imagine that Southeastern will reach out and ask us, um, ask to be a sponsor on here. Oh, well, they, you know, they've reached out to me recently, along with the rest of the alumni, asking us to uh, uh, tell our story on a project. Now, of course, the story will cost you $60 to take part <laughs> in. Oh, really? Yeah. What, what? Wait a minute. And I got, I was getting a discount compared to some folks. Now, now, hold on. I just noticed that crazy orange cable hanging out of your ceiling in your office. What yep. is that? Is that Ethernet cable? Yep. Why is it hanging out of the ceiling? It's a great question. It wasn't there last week or the it's last week. It's been recording. there since before I moved here six years ago. <laughs> All right, I ended Sorry. up down a rabbit trail. <laughs> the cable has been. <laughs> I don't. I can't speak to before I just, that. I just pictured but... naked electrical wires. Well, it's always been hanging there. I didn't want to touch it. Afraid it might get juiced. That is so random. Yeah, I I'm should going... tuck it up above the ceiling, but I don't know. Well, so now I've got to get a screenshot so that I can post that on Instagram, so folks know. Because when they see the orange cable and how it's all tangled up, it, it will do it justice. Um, no, explain to me how you do the stories. You pay 60 bucks to tell your story. This lady reached out to me. She called me from the office. Uh, I'm going to get this as accurate as I can. It happened a couple of weeks ago. And uh, I'm in school, and I answer the phone and while I'm teaching, and I put it on speaker. And this lady's like, da, 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 da. we want, you know, we're having a story. You, what's your part? Da, da, da. And so she asked me what my story is. And I said, you don't want to hear my story. <laughs> She's like, no, 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 we do. And I'm like, no, you really don't lady. And my class is like dying. By the way, they said to me yesterday that they, they want to meet you in person before school's over. I'm going to have to do a road trip. I didn't prompt them. They, they said that. So, um, you're, you're lit or you're fire. 
Whoop, um, whoop. That's right. So, and they, they wait till me. I tell Liv that I'm lit. There you go. Um, so anyway, I told this lady, and so she, so she said, "What's your story?" And she asked me these couple of questions, and so I answered. She's like, obviously not caring at all what I'm saying to her. Oh my gosh! And then I, she says something to the effect of, "Okay." um wow that's interesting and she said uh, that's a lot and then she said uh would you we're offering you a package to where this could go into such and such and i'm like i'm sorry and she's like yes it'll be 60 dollars." so it turns out that it's all a ploy they care freaking less about your story they want to uh they they want you <laughs> Because if they did, they would just put it there. They would just be grabbing this material and hearing your stories I, and caring. I will pay the $60 if they will tell <laughs> your story. But they have to guarantee that it is told in full. I will pay it. We will, we will have no problem bootstrapping uh, the underwriting of that story. But... <laughs> and I'll even well, pay extra. Well, I went home for that, the unabridged. I went home that night, and there was Facebook. Somebody had said, "Does he? Is this happened to anyone else?" And they had put that on there. And I told, I put on there. I told them they wouldn't want to know my story. Uh, and uh, I had quite a few Southeast alums say, "I'd like to hear that story." <laughs> nice. Like, pay sixty uh, bucks, uh, and you can. Yeah, hear it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Or just, or. Just listen to Whistle Pig and the Bear. Boom. There it is. All right. Well, Can listen. I give a shout out to one of your favorites? Give a shout out. Great knee highs. Great knee highs. I had oh. a... What did I get last week? Sundrop or knee high when we, when we went to... You, um, got, a, you got a sundrop. Oh, Beltway. Yeah. The little grocery store that you like. Yeah, you got a sundrop. I got a sundrop. That was... Anyway... All right, I love you, friend. Love you. Hope you have a great weekend. All right, I'll see you sooner than later. We hope you've enjoyed Whistle Pig and the Bear. You can follow and message us on Instagram at whistlepig underscore the bear. Thanks for listening.